The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Home ownership is out of reach for many buyers, but is it? Even with high interest rates, is there a way to get people into a home and what programs are available? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director of the Mortgage News Network. And today I'm joined by Robert Heck, Morty's VP of Mortgage. Hi, Robert. Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. First, tell me a little bit about Morty and what you guys do. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and, and thanks thanks again for having me. Um, we, we are an online mortgage broker and marketplace. Um, we, we work with buyers at all stages of, of the home buying process to really um, help them navigate the market, navigate our marketplace, uh, advise on how they can best um, position themselves at, at each stage of the process from planning all the way through closing. Um, we, as a broker, we have a marketplace model. We work with a lot of different um, wholesale lenders as well as uh, additional more like hybrid relationships, um, really with the goal of bringing as many lending products, programs, um, things that can help consumers as possible to the consumer in a way that they can navigate. And so what are you seeing as far as data and trends among home buyers when it, it comes to to financing right now? Yeah, I mean, this year has obviously been a very um, interesting year. I think we've seen a ton of activity or activity itself has continued very much so, right? Um, I I think consumers are still very much uh, involved in the market. It's just the the velocity to transact um, or their ability to transact as well has slowed down. And so... um, I think our focus, as many in the industry, ha- has shifted to um, helping consumers understand all of their options, really getting into the nitty gritty and, and the details on, on the different loan programs, how different loan types, different structures could actually benefit them or, or, or make the best of a bad situation, right? Um, or not necessarily a bad situation, just worse situation than we were in over the past decade from an interest rate and affordability perspective. Um, I think given the market volatility this year, it's like really, really difficult even for us um, as like industry insiders to, to know which direction the market's going to be going. And so I think just making sure that at any point in time, consumers have all of the options available to them. They they kind of know the trade-offs between what, what may benefit them now versus down the road is really, really important. Um, and so we've, we've, we've seen a shift just in like consumer behavior in terms of like really wanting to drill in and understand those things. Like I think over the past five years or so at Morty, I've definitely seen a noticeable trend of like normal consumers 
following Federal Reserve meetings and updates to interest rates, right? And like, so that's it's a shift in, in people being more connected to the market. And I think that's partially because of the, the growth in just like the digital ecosystem behind like the education component uh, of just like mortgage and personal finance and all those things. Um, and so I think we're, we're, we're seeing like a very engaged, educated, educated consumer base um, more so than I think I've, I've ever seen in the past. So what is Morty doing to, to kind of um, help that along and make sure that consumers are, are educated about their choices? Um, yeah. So I, I think, we, there are a lot of things we're doing um, with consumers at the moment. I, I think like affordability obviously is um, the top of mind for everyone. It's something that I think has really, um, it's always been important, but it's, it's across the entire, uh, I guess, like landscape, everyone's reading about it. Um, also, given the increase in, in interest rates, we, we really have seen that put pressure on people's ability to buy. Um, and, and so this year uh, on Morty's side of things, right? Like we've been really um, bullish on expanding our marketplace, like trying to bring as many new programs as possible to the consumer, um, depending on how the market is moving and what we we think is best suited for individuals needs um, based upon how, how the market ha ha has changed. Uh, I think like that's included um jumbo loans we just launched fha um we we've rolled out some home ready options and other uh like lower income first time home buyer uh specific programs um are we're constantly looking to like add float down options which have been a big thing this year as rates have gone up uh as well as um quick closings if people have the opportunity to take advantage of a a, a short term drop in rates um and it's really really there's no one size fits all for any given consumer and so it's trying to make sure that we have everything that we perceive as being useful or valuable in the current environment and then making sure that we're we're, we're getting that to people uh, as quickly and easily as possible so that they can make that decision for themselves what is it taking someone to pull the trigger and and you know sign that loan yeah, and I kind of touched on this a little bit, right? It's just people are are involved in the market at every stage, much more so than they have been in the past. And so I think a lot of consumers know where where we were in terms of rates and home prices two years ago. I think there's like almost like a, a opportunity cost component or just like um, people feel like they missed out a little bit. And so making sure that you're getting the best deal possible on both the home price as well as the mortgage terms and the financing is something that takes a lot of time, especially for someone who maybe hasn't done this before or hasn't done it in a long time in this market environment. Um, and I think that coupled with all of the, the volatility, the market fluctuations, the day-to-day -day rate changes that have been um, as large as they have been um, in the past decade. I, I think like COVID was really the only other time that we've seen sort of these the size of rate swings on a day-over-day -day basis. And I think that's also been challenging for consumers, right? Um, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, spending the time, educating yourself, tracking the market, and you've planned everything, and then rates go up by an entire percentage point over the span of a week, um, it, 
it's just it's really challenging for 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 them to to not be caught off sides or almost like reset in the process. Um, and, and so again, uh, on our end, it's really just trying to like provide the best best options that we can to like effectively mitigate that possibility, right? Like float float down options are a great way to do that. Um, I think like also being a little bit more in tune with servicing, um, which has not been something that we've actually like seen a ton of emphasis on when rates are really, really low, but like knowing who you're going to be with for a long time and potentially what your options are in one, two, three years, whether or not you can recast, whether or not you can take advantage of maybe some home price appreciation. If you um, uh, uh, see that over the next like year or two, you can maybe like get rid of your mortgage insurance. Right. And so I think like, again, at the end of the day, it's like, uh, we can't speculate on the market, especially for first time home buyers, people that are like really, really um, focused on affordability and making sure this is the the best, like all around investment for them. It, it's hard to time the market. And so like, sometimes when you do see these negative impacts or these negative changes, it's really just about like making sure that everything still works for you, trying to make sure that you can find the the best option available given what's happened and, and proceed as, as, as needed and like keep your options available for the future, right? Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.anymortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour www.nemortgageexpo.com. So how do you keep, keep continuing to engage? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. I, I think a lot of people that were in, on the, the edge of the market in January, April, there have been many, many times this year where we've seen like really, really large changes in mortgage rates alongside continued like price increases on homes. Um, and I think trying to find resources that are easily accessible uh, online is one really good way to do that at Morty. Like we try to, um, we have an interactive quote where we're like basically bringing the marketplace to users and we track intraday and day over day moves on all of those options. And so I think like being able to see that plus all of the additional costs that go along with home ownership and how those might change from area to area, keeping like keeping things a bit flexible um, as you're following the market, as well as trying to make sure that it, or continuing to decide whether or not it makes sense to, to buy or, or wait it, it is the best you can do. Um, I, I think real estate's a big part of that though, right? Um, we have seen home price uh, pressures come down a, a good amount over the past few months relative to the peak in Q2 of this year. Um, Depending on what part of the country you're in. So yeah, so I, that's, that's a very good, very good point. Um, it's, it's very, very regional based. And so understanding your local market as well as broader trends, I think is something that we always like to, to recommend to people. Um, as, as a national broker, I think it's really interesting to see Sort of like the 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 regional differences and trends that 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 are going on um, from like a mortgage standpoint, it's it's fairly fairly uniform, um, and so it really does come down to the home, the like homeowners insurance pricing taxes, um, alongside yeah, what is the inventory in your area? How how have things been trending? Um, all of those are pointing towards home prices at least 
not shooting back up right now, but I think um, inventory is still scarce in a lot of places. And until we start, I think like builders, new construction is also being squeezed by all of these market dynamics. And so it's, it's, it's just a challenging environment. Um, is there any sort of, you know, generational divides you're seeing? I mean, is it just, I mean, Gen Z getting into, you know, the market being the fr- the first time home buyer um, possibly, and then, you know, m- millennials and these being large generational groups? Yeah, I, I think we have seen a lot of that. I, I think that was most felt in the pandemic or like post the initial stages of the pandemic where you had a lot of pent up generational demand that had not bought homes because they're still in cities as well as just like reeling from 2008. You can see home starts staying slow um, and, and a lot of people coming into the the like traditional historical age groups of buying homes. Um, I think that, yeah, we're, we're still seeing additional people who missed out on that first push, whether it's just because they weren't necessarily ready in 2020 to move directly out of the city that are now um, wanting to participate in the market. Again, I think like in addition to the refi boom, right? Like what, what comes along with a refi boom is a lot of marketing, a lot of, a lot of community, like communication, um, a lot of articles out there, like way more so than in a normal steady state of just like what it means to own a home, what it means to get a mortgage. And so I think like the audience is still very, very much heightened relative to like maybe what it was pre 2020. And so we are still seeing sort of a steady stream of, of interest of, of these generations, like trying to enter the market. Um, I think that's where inventory is really feeling squeezed, right? You have people who bought homes in 2018 that can now shift or, or, or graduate into a bigger home or a different home because they're able to take advantage of some of that price appreciation. Whereas people who are first time home buyers, it's a little more challenging, um, just given the limited supply. But, uh, I think again, it's, it's really a matter of doing your homework, being maybe a little bit flexible in terms of the areas that you're looking at, um, uh, making sure that you're thinking about it long term, right? Not thinking that it's one or two years and you can jump into a new home because the home went up 100% and you have a 2% interest rate. Um, I think we have seen people also more reluctant to move because they're all like in very, very low mortgage rates. And so like buying into a equivalent home actually might be more costly, right? Um, because of just your ongoing expenses. And so I think it's as complex of a, a, a environment to, to navigate, but I guess it, it impacts all sort of demographics in different ways, right? Right. And are they um, are they more likely... Is the younger generation more likely to use technology to find these quotes to to interact with with mortgage professionals to interact with with Morty? I mean, are they you know focused on on getting that information with the technology? Yeah, I, I think I've I've actually been surprised over time at how um, I guess evenly distributed our our user base actually is um i think like when we initially set out on this it was like okay millennials first time home buyers are going to be the 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 core user um and, and second time home buyers even like very very like well versed home buyers actually have been also um very engaged in a big portion of our user base um i think like 
we we try to blend the ability to educate. Uh, we have resources to like be there and support from a human component, but we also have the ability for people to transact and go through everything on their own in a very like quick and seamless way. And, and so I think that pairs nicely with those two groups. And that's why we've been able to see sort of like a more even um, distribution there. But I think goal at the end of the day is really the 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 access, the affordability, the education, which it definitely is is extremely important for for that that younger first time home buyer age group that's maybe just now setting out on the, all of their personal finances and figuring out what this means long term. Um, so, so are you seeing more engagement at at you know at this I guess uncertain period uh, of time? Is there um, are you seeing um, your customers? Uh, increase whether you know whether they get to that that point um, of closing or not, but I mean that they're they're coming to you, they're gaining the information. They're yeah, yeah, no, I I think like we're still we're still seeing a lot of engagement. Um, I I definitely think that our the interaction with our 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 blog, our resources, um, just the the tools that we're providing, as well as the the professionals that are there to like help our mortgage advisors, has definitely increased. Um, on an individual basis, right? Because again, people are really looking to to make sure that they're making the right decision, which I think is like really really good to see. Uh, it, it, I've I've been impressed, sort of in people like approaching this less from kind of like what you the horror stories that you hear about pre two thousand eight or two thousand seven, where people are just trying to like get into the home at whatever cost. Like people are trying to like make sure that they're making the right decision doing their diligence, checking all their options. Like people don't really necessarily trust the industry, right? They want to make sure that it seems like everyone thinks that there's a better deal out there. And oftentimes there there is, or there's a different deal that might be better for a different reason, right? Um, and so that's where we've really seen the engagement. That's where it comes back to the marketplace on, on our side of things, as well as, again, affordability has really just been um, top of mind, both short-term affordability as well as longer term. Great. Thank you so much for your insight today. Yeah, thank you. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here are your headlines for today, December 6th. A survey from LendingTree says two in five Americans think the market will crash in 2023. And more than 70% of those think it'll be as bad or worse than the 20... Three, two, one. A survey from LendingTree says two in five Americans think the market will crash in 2023. And more than 70% of those think it'll be as bad or worse than the 2008 recession. In other news, as reverse mortgage funding makes its way through bankruptcy, borrowers can continue to collect. That's because a Delaware judge approved RMF's request for $13 million in funding so it can continue to make payments to borrowers in the form of reimbursement, refunds, and out-of-pocket expenses. And finally, mortgage rates will take center stage in 2023, with high rates likely to make it the slowest housing market since 2011. And that's according to Redfin. 
Redfin predicts 30-year fixed mortgage rates to gradually decline to around 5.8% by the end of the year, with the average 2023 home buyers rate sitting at about 6.1%. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.